everyone, and welcome back to Fika for Life. Whoop whoop. Ooh. We are. Uh, you are. <laughs> <laughs> we are. We are. <laughs> are we? <laughs> are we the same person now? <laughs> we share the same body, but we're two different voices. Ooh, that'd be kind of cool. I'd like to share it. <laughs> no, I don't want to share your body. <laughs> my yeah? name is Lynn Yeren, and my co-host is Edward Thomas. And our special special guest is. My name is Timmy. Timmy. You forgot the first part of your name. Saint. <laughs> Saint Timmy. <laughs> so guys, if yes. you listen to us, um, the last episode, we were starting to talk about disappointment and maybe how to deal with it. Mm. And I think we concluded that life is full of disappointments. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, it is. And the way to uh, deal with them was, Ed... Uh, I you forgot remember? what I no that was yeah, I'm like a goldfish I can't <laughs> remember what I said two weeks ago. <laughs> you said you said is um what was it maybe prayer? Uh, yes. You remember mm. prayer? Um, not to fall into despair. Yes. Being able to share it with someone else. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's why you should have a co-host that's a lot younger than you because that way you don't have to rem- you don't have to remember anything. It's like, like oh, mm, Lynn, yes. what did I say? Mm-hmm. And I think I said to not dwell, not dwelling on disappointments. Yeah. Um. But Timmy, how what is your experience with disappointment? How do you deal with it? Well, I think I experience disappointment every day. Good mm. job, man. <laughs> wow. Everyone experiences disappointment because I'm a very goal orientated person. So mm-hmm. I literally just like think of everything most of the day. Of everything. Oh. I want to I be in control. Like, I have like well, he sounds like Trevor again. <laughs> <laughs> I have like uh, a book where I literally write down everything for the day that I'm going to do. Oh so my then gosh. When I'm listening I, to Timmy's voice and I'm just going like, oh my gosh, it's just so smooth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Timmy. I'm trying to listen to you seriously, but you have just this beautiful voice and I'm just like <laughs> drooling over here like, God, why do I sound like a freak? And he sounds like a man. <laughs> anyway, moving on. I'm disappointed. Um, yes, I think disappointed. With me, I'm very, Get over it. I'm a very realistic kind of person mm-hmm. where I... If there's a box and I want to tick that box, hmm. I need to think in a sense, how am I feeling when I tick that box? What is the intention of me actually wow. ticking that box? Are you really that reflective when yes. you do things? Yeah. Really? Wow. Very. And Dang. I'm very, I'm very self-critical <laughs> as well. Really? So well, that's not always good. Exactly, Not but always. it's also very good to be self-critical and also critical in in certain instances that you literally look at the situation where you think of the entire context of the situation and you also think about the situation itself. Let's just say I really wanted ice cream. Mm. Well, I want and it every day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Me too. I know. Isn't that amazing? I'm addicted to it. I know. <laughs> ice cream is like I'm like if I get to heaven, there's no ice cream. Ice cream. I'll be like, I'll be like, God, are uh, you is there a place right I can put an order in for stuff? You like? Is there like a? Can we can it get <laughs> delivered from hell? <laughs> <laughs> Wishlist anywhere? <laughs> Where can I get ice cream? I want ice yeah. cream. So if I decided that I wanted ice cream mm. today, mm-hmm. I need. To, let me think. Okay, I'm going to go to Ika. Mm. And I'm going to buy ice cream. Mm-hmm. But if I get to Ika, mm. I probably might buy not, other stuff. M- m- might not uh, get ice cream because it was sold out the exact flavor that I want. Ooh. So then I'm a bit disappointed. But mm. there's also another variety of other ice creams I can choose from. Mm. And then I walk to the till. But on the way to the till, 
I've realized that I can pick up some fruits and I can pick up a couple of things on the way to the till. Get there when I'm supposed to pay mm. and then I don't have enough money on my card. I thought you say the ice cream was melted. <laughs> the ice cream is melted as well. Two disappointments. How do I make that? How do I cope yeah. with that? I go home. I literally have the ice cream. Wonderful. I'm super happy. Now I've had all this sugar and I was supposed to sleep at a specific time. I can't because now I am literally on my sugar rush. Wow. I'm now going bananas. I'm disappointed because <laughs> I planned like I'm going to sleep at this time because I need to wake up because I need oh. to go to work. Another thing, now I'm think overthinking it sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. you think. <laughs> yeah, right now my, my brain is hurting. I'm going like, there's no way possible. That I would think that much. About I am so... I'm like, I'm so into the lizard brain thing. I'm just like, I'm like, uh... Ice cream? Jeez. Jeez. There was was not my ice cream flavor, but since I have 15 flavors to choose from uh, in a list of orders, I'm like, there's no way there can never be an ice cream flavor that I couldn't take because I have 15. Ice cream is ice cream. No, no, no. But I have 15. So I have an order. Mm. And I just keep going down the list so that whatever I take is the day's best flavor. (laughs) (laughs) But then that's the thing. We think differently as people and different things mm. and different aspects of a situation yeah. or thing is very important to different people. So that's why people experience disappointment at such different levels or at different, different, rate. in, different rates and oh impacts as well, which we need to be very considerate of. So, we are dealing so disappointment with. is actually, it's like one of those individual kind of, it's like, a, it's like you can't have a mass hallucination because mm. everyone's brain chemistry is different. So there's no way that the brain chemistry is going to be tied together to hallucinate <laughs> the same thing at the same time. But I That'd think it's fun. also for <laughs> disappointment is like a hallucination. <laughs> you're, you're, I mean, that you're like, like what would be disappointing to me wouldn't be disappointing to you. Yes. And, and, and even if it's the same thing, we still may not be experience, experiencing it at the same depth. Yes. But it's just like pain. Pain is also really individual. I don't know. I don't go around slapping people. Do you slap people? <laughs> How much no, pain do we inflict upon people? When we're talking about this, I'm just thinking about... Um, I always think about kids because I have... Yeah, Jeez, I just have you a new just, baby now. You must have just had a baby. I can't, <laughs> I can't focus on other things. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, well, I was um, I like to browse the internet on a lot of things when it comes to kids and parenting and stuff and life mm. um, because there are so many things in a childhood that you set kids up for mm. um, somehow. And I read a lot about that you as a parent have a really big role in teaching your kid resilience. Mm. Mm. And it has a lot to do with disappointment, like mm. to to mm. help the kids go through disappointment, not protecting them from mm. all life's disappointment wow. that you can experience as a three, five, eleven, twelve, sixteen-year-old. Because some things, yeah, but I mean, sixteen-year-olds, I think no sixty. 60 well 60 years old was difficult for Mm. me because then I need to be like 80 if I want to protect my 60 year old kid from a disappointment I'm sorry I was thinking about myself long way to go Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, but I think that I don't know it starts with my daughter just being disappointed that when she asks for candy I say no and she's like please only one I'm like no wow well, it's a disappointment. It's but a very huge disappointment. For I her. could never yeah. tell your daughter no. If she wants candy. <laughs> I I'll, I'll go out. I'll like steal the mountain of sugar and like here you go. Here you uh, go, Lumi. No. Eat all you want. No, but I mean, then she has to deal with this disappointment. And most kids, they um, 
yeah, get angry, get sad, they nag, they cry, they, they beg. Act out. Yeah, mm. and that's part of like dealing with their disappointment. So hmm. I think so when parents just keep always giving in, mm. it's it's stealing the opportunity for them to learn about mm. how do you deal with disappointment. Because sometime in your life, you will end up with a situation or with people who will disappoint you. Oh, yes. That I can mm. say a lot. Especially with relationships as well. It's well, very you know, since I am the epitome of all men. Um, <laughs> <laughs> again, I wouldn't know. No, okay. No. Um, no, but I think, I think probably the biggest disappointments are actually around our interaction with other people. Mm. The people so, where there's like, you. I mean... You know, like when you're a kid, you often think that your parents are like infallible and, you know, they, nothing bad's going to ever come from them. <laughs> and then parents who are sinners like the rest of us uh, end up, end up make, you know, disappointing you. And I think that's one of the problems with disappointment is that, or expectations, we expect people to be God. We expect people to be without sin, Perfect. without failure, without shortcomings. Mm. And, and when you put that kind of pressure on someone, are you, you're asking for disappointment. You're asking for, you know, it's like... It's just a matter of time. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And so I think it's really important that, you know, that you don't expect things of people that are unreasonable. Yeah. But I think there goes definitely. a dis- discussion because some people would say, but that's totally reasonable. And some people will say, no, that's not reasonable. If, if you expect someone to be something other than what people can be, so if you're expecting someone to meet all of your needs and you get <laughs> disappointed, you know, I really thought that we were compatible and that you're going to meet all my needs. I'm like, no, I am not God. Stop it. Hello, I'm just yeah, human. Yeah, but the thing is as well, people's reality and also ideology is not matching sometimes because you can have a, an expected thought of someone or like maybe a dream or like a wish list about someone and then you meet someone and then you talk to someone and then you literally feel like, oh, this person is not taking the list that I expected or the outcome that I expected from this person is wow. supposed to be this and you just, just get so disappointed. I feel like I'm really stupid. I need to go back to school. <laughs> you need to go to Timmy's school, the school of St. Tim. <laughs> okay, so can you find a cave somewhere? Why? And because when you sit in the cave, then people can come to the cave of wisdom. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> so, they, so they sleep there overnight, and so gave Timmy impart wisdom, and you would like come with those sweet rolling words of wisdom. Why well, he can't just make like uh, fortune cookies <laughs> <laughs> with his wisdom? Okay, okay, that was. I guess it's another. I don't know what kind of school you ever went to, but that's <laughs> a business idea. <laughs> yeah, so I went to the fortune cookie school. <laughs> so when we had a math problem. We had to take the fortune cookie, open up. Aha! This is today's test. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sure. Yeah, but I think uh, when you are not realistic and reasonable in your reasoning about what you expect from someone or you expect from a specific thing, you end up disappointed. Yeah. But and I think how can you not maybe pr- yeah, but somehow protect yourself from disappointment? I well, no one is ever disa- <laughs> uh, fully protected against disappointment. Then you don't have feelings at all. Yeah. Then you don't have hopes or ambitions well, or plans. Or I challenge you on that one, Mister. How so? Because I think that if you if you so one way in which I dealt with disappointment was that I stopped expecting things of people. That's really sad, though. That's no, I just don't. I just don't expect anything, and that way you can never disappoint me. But that's and that's I, a. It doesn't mean I don't want you to do anything. It's just that I just don't. I don't put it in the context of an expectation. Mm. So I may 
tell you, uh, here's a secret about something. Please don't tell other people. And what I'm <laughs> expecting you is that. To is not that, tell. Yeah, but I'm expecting mm. the, strength, the strength of your promise. Yeah. Mm. And so it's not the same thing as an expectation of you to be perfect or anything. Mm. But if you do tell people, then I'm just, I just know, okay, well, now I can't trust you with anything. Yeah, but then it also comes back to what you, what you think is reasonable. You already said that it's about your reasonability. That how reasonable are you when you have a certain expectation? Because yeah. for you to trust someone, you have an expectation of that person. Yeah, yeah, otherwise you would just tell anyone. Exactly. Yeah, but, okay, you have a certain expectation of that that's person. That's the That's why I get disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> so if you okay, treat let's everyone sum the this same. Up. Let's sum this up. If you get disappointed, it means you're still human, and you have expecta- yes. reason, prob- probably a reasonable expectation about people. But question yourself as well: Is that a reasonable expectation? Yeah, I think that people should. I don't know. I always try to look on the bright side <laughs> of life. <laughs> True, but I'm a very, pra- I'm a very, I would say I'm a very practical person as well. Really? I used to think that too, and now I'm just thinking I'm cheerful. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. That pregnancy really does something for you. I want one of those pregnancy drugs. <laughs> Ooh, get a baby, and it's like you're just all crazy. <laughs> Man, um, time is running away from us. Um, Okay, here's here's a couple of things. Um, some things you're going to be disappointed about in life, yourself, other people, whatever. Mm. Um, and a lot of it is just that you're just going to have to just deal with it. Mm-hmm. That, that's just one. Of the, I mean, I think that's one of the things that we've come to quite a lot is that you I have to deal with it. I can challenge you on that because I feel... Challenge me. I feel <laughs> Give me an example. Bring it on. Bring I a feel, case study. I want a case study. I feel, in a sense, to a certain measure, mm. in a reasonable way, you uh, accept what you do not want to change. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. Wait, what? Can no, you say I can't again? change what I can accept. No, but there's... <laughs> what? You can Wait, always, I can't follow you. <laughs> as people, you always have a choice. What did you say, Timmy? I, Unless, I said you accept what you do not want to change. It's mm. like the serenity... Uh, oh, the prayer of serenity? Yeah. With the, Help me uh, to change what I cannot change and not change things, what I can change. Accept the things that I cannot change and to give me the strength to change the things that... That you can. That I can. And to know the exactly. difference between the two. And know oh, the yeah. Di- but then that's Are where it comes in with the, 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 the question of choice. Yeah. You can make either decision where you literally feel like you can change yourself in the situation or change the situation completely or move mm. out of that situation. But I think it's really nice Unless because... Unless the universe is determined. No. no. If you believe in determinism... No, no. we're not going just, there. We're not just, going there. <laughs> I don't do yes, that. Yes, the good place. No. <laughs> I've got to go there. I have to. <laughs> no. I love the good place. <laughs> no. All right. But I mean, no I understand why, why um, that is... It's a prayer, isn't it? What is uh, the serenity. Yeah, yeah, it is mm. a prayer. Why they use it in the yeah. AA meetings? Yeah, I, I mean, think it's hopeful and it yeah. gives yeah. strength and I to clarify what you can do. What are your options? Yeah, yeah. So you okay. Mean, that's why I'm saying a choice. You, you, you accept what you do not want to change. So there's always change. There's always choice. Everyone always constantly has a choice. So how do you know that? You, I mean, because settling is like a really bad thing. <laughs> Should never do that. What but settling is also settling? not a bad oh. thing as well. So, so settling <laughs> is like when you just accept what you got instead of is what you can so bad? instead of what you can get. Isn't, isn't uh, that what is God that so isn't that bad? what God tells us like to be 
But That's to settle? Yeah. No. God doesn't no, say that. No, God doesn't say that. He says, we stretching forward to the goal that Christ has laid before us, I leave all the crapola of life behind <laughs> me. That's how you don't get disappointed. You got to stretch forward to the new goal and leaving the crapola behind you. But don't no, be but unreasonable ta- because his will is also life. I'm talking about it. Maybe. Oh. What's it called? To <laughs> I'm be just kidding. Lord, pre- oh Jesus, come down. <laughs> to be content, to be content, that's the word. Yeah, yes. but contentment is, is, so contentment is not settling though. Contentment no. is is an acceptance of, of my now, my reality now. Mm. So if I'm hungry now, it doesn't necessarily mean because I'm a bad person, I'm a failure <laughs> I'm just or anything. I'm settled with this, okay, I'm, I'm just, hungry. <laughs> no, it's just an acceptance that right now I'm hungry. Yeah. yeah. And, and if you don't, because when we put value on things, that's how we, so if I put a high value on something, I guess it's easy to become disappointed because I'm expecting so much out of it. Mm-hmm. Whereas if I can just accept things as they are, I mean, think about this, that, but except that in a good Jesus says, though. give us this day our, daily our daily bread. bread. Yeah. And if I'm, and, and if you take that and, and take back to the context of uh, Exodus, where God told them to go out and just get just enough for that one day. Mm-hmm. And if they got, unless it was on the Sabbath, if they went out and gathered more, more manna, what happened? It was rotted with worms in it. It dropped. And God was trying to get them to change their, uh, to have a paradigm uh, shift where they would accept their now. Mm. And, that, and then what happens to is that totally no, my tomorrow, which is not here, mm. rests within someone else's hands. But I think they had a lot of unrest it. because of their background, because they were hoarding. They were hoarders because they were thinking, we are here, we're uh-huh. going to lose our lives. We just came from Egypt. We almost died. We lived I, like slaves. And I thought they came from Texas. That's why they were hoarders. <laughs> oh, well. So much. I, I don't think it's a, it's a location thing. I think it's just uh, a generation thing. Because my is. parents are hoarders. Really? And Jonas' parents are hoarders. So My wife says I'm a hoarder, but I don't know why she said that. I never throw anything away. <laughs> my parents aren't hoarders. My mom, if, if something is loose, she's like, you throw see, it away. It's the, it's the <laughs> my mom is wow. like, your throw mom. It away. Your mom throws it away. My mom hates hoarding. And your dad? Is he the hoarder? My dad just <laughs> doesn't know things are there. He just keeps buying, and then <laughs> so it, he's when, a every, that's too. when everything <laughs> is like in, a, put that in a pile, <laughs> my mom is just <laughs> like getting rid of when, stuff. When it's in a pile, that's like <laughs> only hoarders have piles. <laughs> yeah, my dad and I think my dad and my sister are the hoarders. <laughs> <laughs> Because me and my mom are just like, no, keep it clean, keep it fresh, the minimum. Not the bare minimum, but work with what you have and use it in a way. And if you don't use something, you don't need it. Get rid of it. Oh my gosh, it sounds like my wife. She's trying to always make me throw stuff away. I'm like, listen, one day I might be skinny again. No. (laughs) I know it's been 20 years, but you do not throw that shirt away. I paid good money for that shirt. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna be small again one day. It would have secretly <laughs> disappeared if I lived with you. Oh my Trust God. me. And then something like, "Tell me, you like stealing my clothes?" I'd be coming home like, "Man, I would sell it. You would just see it online." You would Somebody steal my. Wearing... Wait, he's gonna steal my clothes and sell them <laughs> and keep the money. He's like, he's like, I never have to work. Keep buying clothes. <laughs> like, you know, I don't know what's wrong with my clothes. Is that a disappointment for who? <laughs> <laughs> oh. It's a win-win for everyone. Um, no, not for me. <laughs> I don't like to buy new clothes. Haven't you guys noticed I'm never dressed stylish? No. I'm always dressed in whatever was stylish like 10 years ago because that's what's always on sale. <laughs> and so I'm just like, 
Yeah. I thought that was on top of your clothes pile. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> I don't have a pile of clothes. I have a closet stuffed. <laughs> With clothes. Oh, I mean, you can't even move anything. It's just stuffed. In it's like oh, my yeah. parents' closet. I'm like, it's why like you guys keep buying things? I think it's a generation generation thing. Uh, exactly. Probably. Those of us who are Cuz my parents are born in your generation. So really? Yeah. That's why I like them so much. They're so smart. <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> wow, she just let that wind go. There. Like that. I don't know what happened. I don't, I don't know. I guess breastfeeding does that to you. You know, <laughs> produces extra gas when you can't pump. You know, it's That's like that's true. Uh, does it, it? might does. I don't know. I hate too uh, much kale. <laughs> but what would you say? How would how should you positively deal with uh, disappointment? Because there's also an, there, there's always, there's always a negative side to it. Okay, thing, well, I'm, I'm gonna go to the, I'm gonna go to the cave of Saint Timmy, <laughs> take a little nap, wake up, spread my, inc- my incense around, and say, um, "So Saint Timmy, um, <laughs> I'm not really sure how to handle disappointment. Do you have any words of wisdom for me, <laughs> sir?" Well, he asks you. Now you go back to the cave and ask him. Yes, that's <laughs> why you ask me. I go to Saint Timmy, and I come back and say, "Well, you know, I've been thinking for a while." <laughs> you two are horrible. <laughs> well, I think. No, okay. How do I disappoint you? Ask yeah, me All positively. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, if disappointment is a part of life, it like is. other types of pain and struggle and stuff like that, then what happens is that there are tools for dealing with everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and you have to figure out what those tools are. I th- I think that disappointment, um, l- like learning how to be a good loser and learning how to be a good winner, we can learn how to be how to be disappointed in such a way so it doesn't you know, like break us, mm. make us bitter. Yeah, yes. because you really you really don't want to be bitter from no. disappointment because then you lose. Um, but I think that I think that one of the things is just to sort of confront it. Mm. Um, that's why I like case studies because it's hard for me to like philosophize. I'm not as eloquent as you are. <laughs> <sighs> I feel like there's a competition now. No, okay. uh, no but but like so um, so if you had like a, a certain case or something like um, you've been working at a company for a long time mm. um, and it's time for a promotion. And this is the second time the other other people have gotten promoted, but you really like you have great sales or whatever it is that you're doing at the company. People love you, and then they give the they give the promotion to someone with less experience, mm. not as competent. You feel like you are treated unfairly. Yeah, like so. And that, so that's one level of disappointment where you feel like I'm disappointed because I feel like I feel like I've been treated unfairly. I feel like I've been. Uh, contributing to the company and the company doesn't appreciate what I've done mm. and if you hear I keep saying I, I, I mm-hmm. because that's one of the, that's the, the negative um, type of disappointment where it's focused only on me mm. it's focused on what I think what I feel and I'm not saying it's wrong you, you have to express yourself you have to know your feelings and everything but you also have to turn that that inward focus from I into something else mm. like what? and so you can well if every disappointment is actually a learning experience yeah yeah Turning what do point. I what do I learn? What do I learn from this thing? Yeah. Mm. That if um, so, there's a person in the Bible. His name is Joseph. Um, and I was listening to a sermon uh, this morning, where Joseph is. Um, God decides that he needs to get the brothers to hate him enough, because God's ultimate plan is for him to come to Egypt. Mm. So the brothers hate Joseph enough to where they put him into a well and they sell him into slavery. That's bad. And when Joseph gets to when Joseph gets to uh, to Egypt, Egypt um, he's a slave, and then he 
gets thrown into jail for something he doesn't do. The baker and the cupbearer come there. The baker and cupbearer have a dream. Joseph explains the dream for them. Tells the cupbearer, listen, you're going to be restored. Remember me. Mm. The Bible says it takes two years before he remembers Joseph. Mm. Now Joseph is in jail even longer before he finally comes out to see Pharaoh. By the time he meets his brothers again, um, and his his dad dies, and now his brothers are afraid. Joseph is going to try to take, going revenge. to try to take revenge on yeah. us. And Joseph says, "What you meant for evil, God meant for good." Mm. And it's one of those classic statements in the Bible that uh, that helps us to deal with disappointment. What I'm disappointed about, I mean even though it may be painful and not fun at this moment, it may have a higher purpose mm. yeah. that I don't realize. And, and the thing is that Joseph's in jail 13 years. When he gets out, he doesn't seek revenge from his brothers. No. He doesn't seek re- revenge on Potiphar's wife. And he doesn't re- seek revenge on the on the uh, cupbearer. No. no. That means that somehow he was able to process that, work through that without becoming bitter, Yeah. without seeking revenge, without saying, look what you guys have done to me. And he was able to see that in the disappointment, there was a higher plan, a higher purpose. Mm. It turned off to the good. Yeah, yes. and that's why you can say the same thing like in the book of Job, the crucifixion of Jesus, if we use Christian um, themes, um, from the most in, you know, injustice thing, or the thing with uh, the greatest amount of injustice, then humanity has the opportunity to become saved. But Jesus has to die on the cross and take the punishment for all of humanity first. Mm. So every disappointment, if it's a learning lesson, I've got to learn my lesson from the disappointment. I've, I've got to be teachable in the disappointment. If I'm not teachable in the disappointment, then I can't learn anything. Then you're an idiot because then you will keep experiencing the same. That's what the Bible says. Idiots don't learn. <laughs> it says fools do not. Don't, it says don't even try to teach a fool. If you teach a fool, it's just you're just wasting your time. Mm-hmm. Idiots don't it's, learn. It says don't even answer the fool. Glenn, <laughs> what? Do you maybe have some short advice though? Well, I think it was the same with Ed. Like, but I explained it in a way of like not dwelling on it so mm. the same way you should learn from that disappointment what can what can i do with this information now that i know mm. that those things led to this outcome and it made me disappointed so what can i learn from this so mm. i don't end up in the same situation again and get the same disappointment Ooh. again mm. Mm. it's all about learning yes i well, would, I would mm. say never let anything steal your peace hmm Because if you never let anything steal your peace, you get disappointed, but you still have peace where you can literally look at what's important to you. Mm. Is it important that you maybe lost something or maybe is it important that you feel like you're not getting somewhere in life or you're feeling like Mm. things are too much in that moment? Mm. I think you should not let anyone steal your peace because you can always... What you already have, you can always step. That is your beacon. That is your bench. That is your mm. where you can go further from. You can always jump from that. Jump from that height or whatever height you're in. I personally think that dealing with disappointment, always question yourself. What have I gotten out of that which I have been disappointed with? What have yeah. you learned? Mm. How mm. do you take this in your stride? How mm. do you grow as a person? Or how can you invest better in people, relationships, companies, whatever the thing may be where you literally feel like, I have made this mistake beforehand. 
it's part of the learning process it's part of the pay- growth mm. pains mm. i think that everyone should just get help when dealing with uh, disappointment mm. it's always good to have other people looking at the same misery and yeah. maybe telling you something from a different angle that you haven't seen that you have a blind spot for or something mm-hmm. so yeah. yeah are we happy guys yeah and also take care of your own mental health as well because yeah. I think sometimes mm. people have really bad mental health issues because of disappointments that they have experienced mm. talk to a professional as well if you need help yeah. speak to family just confront the problem so that you can deal with it the only way over it is through it sometimes mm. but isn't uh, as, as we're wrapping this up but isn't that a, a factor of, of I forgot I was going to say. I guess I'm getting tired. <laughs> Dude. Yeah, I know. I was like, I have something really deep now to to say that. But no, but um, um, if there's other issues about being disappointed that you want us to address, uh, feel free to write to us. Uh, let us know. Uh, and we'll, we'll, we can have uh, several more episodes in order to help people as they're trying to give us specific um, um, cases or situations mm. um, that they're trying to do with the disappointment. Oh, now I remember what I was going to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, the whole thing about uh, uh, processing things, working through things. In Swedish, we say bera, betta. Mm. Um, um, and I think that's one of the important things is to be willing to work through mm. the process to, to get through that, to get to the other side. Yes. Mm. And Rome was not built in a day. Aha. Uh-huh. Wasn't. <laughs> I saw the Lego show. <laughs> and, uh, they were pretty fast. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening today, and I hope this um, two episodes on disappointment helped you somehow in your life. And let us know mm-hmm. how it affected you. And, and if and if you didn't feel it was good, I hope you're not disappointed. <laughs> 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 Thank you everyone for watching. I mean, for listening to us. <laughs> I'm really bad today. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Fika for Bye. Life. Thank you for listening. If you have any comments or ideas, please send us a message to fikaforlife at mail.com. Fika, F-I-K-A. This was the Fika for Life podcast with Lin Nguyen and Edward Thomas, and we hope to hear you again. <laughs>